It's not sexy, it's not fun, it's not a magic pill, it's not gonna give you a lot of business right away, but there's a reason that the vast majority of top producers all get the majority of their business from their sphere of influence. It's the way you don't have to pay for business anymore. You can get all the business you want to over time if you build that book of business up. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Got some exciting topics to discuss. And this one's come at me, you know, um, over the years, you know, as many of you know, we, we run one of the uh, largest real estate coaching and consulting companies out there. And no matter whether, you know, my coaches are, are, are talking to, to our clients about it, or I'm up speaking someplace and people are coming up to me after I speak, we just hear this all the time from the agent population out there. And the question is always, what are the best lead sources, you know? And I, and I think this is, it's such a hard topic to answer. And it really frustrates so many different agents because they just want to know. I just want to skip the, the peas and the vegetables and the and, and and the potatoes and get right to the steak. You know, just tell me what are the best lead sources? What should I be doing? And the answer always includes a depends in it. Like it, well, it just depends, you know, and it, and it's just a long answer too, you know, and it kind of frustrates us in the know, in the coaching world, the supposed experts trying to answer that you know, simply and quickly in, a, in an elevator speech type of answer. So what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to actually try to do it relatively concisely here to fit in the confines of, of one show and, and try to kind of untangle this mess. And I'm going to try to rank them. I'm going to try to rank the different lead sources out there for real estate agents. A couple things about it. I'm going to do it you know, I'm going to, have to discuss the type of lead source, of course. I have to discuss the contact rate. That's important because they all require different types of contact rates to contact, to follow up attempts. Because I, you know, I just wish, you know, you, you got leads delivered to you gift wrapped and, and you could just open them and, and then there'd be a commission there. But oftentimes you have to chase them down a bit and keep trying to make contact and things like that. Because that has to be taken into consideration. The amount of contacts an agent must make to be able to convert that lead. Uh, and then cost, I think, is something that must be discussed with all of them too, the relative costs, because costs can vary tremendously. We will talk about those. And I'm going to try to do this kind of from the bottom up. So I'm going I'm to go with the, the leads that probably have the lowest conversion rate all the way up to the leads that have the highest conversion rate over time. And I'm going to do that by starting with outbound versus inbound leads. I'm going to break them into those two big categories. And generally speaking, inbound leads, which is a lead that comes to you that doesn't need to be generated out of thin air, like an outbound lead, you've kind of got to generate out of thin air. You've got to take some out activity to reach out to generate it. Whereas an inbound lead typically comes to you, and typically that's through an email inbox or a text or something like that digitally. So we're going to start with the inbound leads. They generally have the lower conversion rates anyway. So I think it's just kind of an easier way to start there. Again, we're talking in a lot of generalities, but I will tell you, these are pretty, pretty good numbers because, you know, we coach, as many of you know, many of the highest producing agents, teams, brokerages throughout North America. And so we have a pretty good select, uh, selection of, of, of survey data since a lot of those guys are the, the tops in all their relative multiple listing services and areas and counties and regions. So they do big numbers uh, and, and they work with a lot of leads. So we can actually see pretty accurate numbers over the years here. 
So I'll try to do that. So let's start out with your online leads. You know, I'll probably start out there with the concept of forced registration leads. These are often pay-per-click or PPC, which means you pay for them based upon whether someone clicks on your advertisement. Okay. And that advertisement, you know, usually in a lot of these companies will actually do the advertising end of it for you. Um, or you could go on things like Google uh, search engines or, or social media like Facebook and or Instagram are the most popular and pay-per-click or PPC leads. The reason we call them forced registration is generally speaking, we force people to register to be able to access some sort of information. And most of the time that's going to be searching for homes. And you'd be shocked with all the free websites to search out there. You could put an ad out about searching for homes and people will still give you an email address and or a phone number to be able to search because it's right in front of them right now. So there's some little box that pops up on the screen and says, hey, you know, you like this ad, you want to see this house, just input these quick little bits of free information. We'll open up the gateway and you can come through and take a look. That's forced registration. We force them to register with us. And then they start looking. And then that, that information quickly goes to the agent that paid for the ad or posted the ad or what have you. And that's why they're called forced registration leads. Now, the reason forced registration leads have a low conversion rate is because nowhere in there did, did, did this person, this, this user <laughs> that gave the information really expect to be contacted. And generally speaking, for you to convert that lead, you have to contact it right away. So speed to lead is very important. The old ad, important. The old adage has got to be within five minutes. And that five minutes really should be under three minutes. And all of a sudden they're getting a phone call and they're like, wow, I didn't expect that. Now, some people are impressed by it. And you're really just calling as customer service saying, hey, you know, I saw you registered on the website, wanted to be able to offer any help and we can go into all the different scripts you can use there at some point. But, you know, that's a low conversion rate because they didn't expect or even really consent to being contacted. So generally speaking, we'll say we're looking at 1% to 2% conversion rate on forced registration leads, especially on social media. That can go up to 2 to 3% on search engines or Google PPC leads. And the reason for that difference is on Facebook, often people aren't setting out to look for houses or, or, or information about what their home might sell for. On the listing side of things, they're on there just scrolling, you know, bored, checking out their friends' posts. Whereas, you know, let's say search engine or Google PPC force registration leads, we're banking on people going on Google and typing in homes for sale in a particular city, for example, homes for sale in Atlanta, Georgia. And all of a sudden, your PPC ad might pop up. So this is someone who's actually predisposed to looking for the specified information that you're delivering in your ad. So that's why the conversion rate typically goes up to two to three. I've seen teams with four and 5% conversion rates. That's getting pretty high on forced registration though. I always bank on two to 3% for search engine forced registration and one to 2% for social media. I think those are safe averages. People will promise higher rates or say they do higher rates and things like that. I'm just telling you that these, these are good, safe, conservative average numbers out there, okay? And they're honest. So that's that's where those are at there.
Now, another problem with the social media force registration leads is they're typically much further out. I mean, you know, you're probably not going to convert that for a year because like I said, they weren't even looking, you know, for houses. They, you know, if they saw something they like, you know, it wasn't someone who's that set out. So, you know, they can be closer and sooner and more urgent. Sure, that does happen, but the average lead is much further out. So we always say about a year out. So you're doing a lot of follow-ups and a lot of contacts there to stay in touch over time. You know, it's trying to send them information, trying to add value. Where the Google and the force registration, the search engine leads, you know, they're they're oftentimes six months, seven months, eight months out. So a little closer because they were looking online for ways to search for homes. So they're typically a little closer out, but again, you got to stay in touch and add value and try to build rapport over that period of time, whether it was six, seven months, I mean, you better be trying to help them and add value and find out about them and build some sort of relationship via phone, email, text, maybe even getting an in-person appointment eventually and going. That's why, I mean, there's a, you know, I would say on average, your social media force registration leads typically cost about $6 per lead, you know, whereas your Force registration, you're looking nine to ten dollars per per lead, and you you know your conversion rates. I already told you about one to two percent versus you know two three four percent for the for the Google. You know, typically these are all buyer leads too, for the most part. I'd say with you know social media, you know you're probably looking at 95 percent buyer leads. Um, you're, you're not going to get a lot of listings that way, but they do happen. Of course, people also want to buy and they have a home to sell too, so you can get two for one there. It's usually how it happens on those. And same with Google force registration, you're probably looking at about eighty five percent buyer. You know, ninety percent buyer, ten to fifteen percent seller. It's a little higher number because they often are so early in the home search that they actually do have a home to sell. It's because they're they're methodically going online and typing that in. So you get a lot, you know, not as many first time home buyers as you would on social media. So that's another reason why, you know, the, the cost per lead goes up a little bit, right? Then you jump up to your next, you know, level of lead that you can pay for, and these are your premium portals, right? You know. I think traditionally you're talking Zillow, you're talking Realtor.com and, and places like that. Even uh, Ylopo gets up into leads like that. And there's tons of other companies, but these are premium portal leads. And what they do is we'll talk about Realtor.com and, and, and Zillow just because they're the most prolific out there. There's two ways you can you can work with them. And if you're, and it depends on your geographic area. If you're in your geographic area, that they still allow to pay for leads where you can pay a monthly fee and it's much more expensive. I mean, we're talking depending on geographic demographics, you know, it could be anywhere from $100 a lead up to $300 a lead in some of the larger metros up and down the East and West Coast of North America. They get real expensive, right? And that's how much you may pay, but the conversion rates are much higher. You know, you're usually looking around, you know, anywhere from 7% to 15% for premium portal leads. So much higher conversion rate, much less contacts required because of it. You know, with one to two percent conversion rate with Facebook force registration, you know, you might have to contact a hundred people just to get one of them to convert. That's a hundred contacts, whereas you only have to contact ten, let's say, Zillow leads that you're paying for to get one that converts ultimately. It's a lot less time, a lot less energy. Facebook and Google force registration probably has the lowest conversion rates out there, requires lots of contacts. I mean, you'll see people say, hey, I don't want to do any outbound prospecting at all. I don't want to call Fizbo's or expireds. 
so then they'd buy leads where they have to do way more contacts than they would with those types of outbound prospecting. And you're, you know, more buyer focused with the inbound force registration, whether it be Google or Facebook, let's say, uh, where you get, you know, seller, much more desirable seller listing prospecting with FISBOs and expireds, for example. So another different, you know, the percentage of buyer versus seller comes into play here as well, too, on these. Anyway, back to our inbound leads, our premium portals, the reason that that conversion rate is so much better than with forced registration leads is because we're not forcing these people to register. People go on Zillow, let's say, just to look for free without registering for anything over and over again. And then it isn't until they say, I want to contact that agent with that listing. And you click a button that the lead goes to the agent that's paying Zillow in a nutshell. And then you call them and you're actually responding like a customer service request, right? So now you're like, hey, can I help you? That's very, very valuable because it's a much more well-received lead that you can convert at a high level. Hi, this is Brian Eisenhower. Saw you were on Zillow and you wanted this home just following up on Zillow's behalf. And all of a sudden your customer service, rather than some surprise outbound, you know, telemarketer calling them like you, you often get perceived as with forced registration leads. So that's why that conversion rate does go up. They oftentimes are only three or four months out because these are people on Zillow saying, I want to talk to an agent. So, you know, they could be looking right now. I'd say on average, we're talking three months out. So a lot less contacts that way. Again, the the conversion rate's much higher, getting up to 10, 11, 12% conversion rate on average, right? You get a much higher percentage of listings too, because these people are very, very purposeful and they're educated about the process. So they are looking for free without just jumping on forced registration. So a lot less first-time home buyers. They have a home to sell to oftentimes. And so I'd probably say 70% buyer leads with these as well too. You may be in an area where Zillow and Realtor.com actually take a referral fee instead. Um, with Zillow, they call it the Flex program. With Realtor.com, they call it their Op City program. Different names depending on your geographic location as well, too, where instead of paying a big monthly amount, you actually pay a referral fee. Actually ends up, you know, it's usually 25 to 35% of your closing amount. And, and you'll have to pay it. Now it's more money, but some people it's more desirable because you don't have to pay a monthly fee, but it actually ends up costing you more. But agents are a little bit more sensitive to the monthly bills oftentimes. So it can be desirable for some. And to get on the referral fee program, they do limit that. So you do need to show a track record of converting at a high, high level. To get there, you almost have to audition for that one by paying the monthly fees or proving to them that you have the production that can convert at a high level because that's the only way that those portals get paid is by you converting successfully. So they want to make sure you're good at it. Flex program, OpCity program, Zillow, Realtor.com respectively. And that's how that works. And you pay a hefty fee for that too, if you want to do that. Okay, so I'm going to take a quick break to talk to you all about something I'm really excited about. This year's ICC Summit is happening in San Diego at the Paradise Point Resort on its own island, surrounded by beaches in the middle of San Diego's beautiful Mission Bay. I mean, could there be a better venue? We have the entire resort and island to ourselves. And one thing that makes the ICC Summit so special are all of the great people that will be there. That's what I always hear after one of our summits. They always say, man, I met some great people too. Networking and new friendships are formed, and unlike most real estate conference, the mastermind sessions at the ICC Summit are exciting, 
fast-paced, and led by many of North America's top producing agents, team leaders, and broker managers, not to mention our team of elite coaches and some well-known industry leaders too. We also believe in an interactive and participatory environment and that that provides the richest learning experience out there for our attendees. No boring keynote speeches here. It's a high-powered three-day event, September 6th through 9th, 2023. You can register today at ICCSummit2023.com. That's ICCSummit2023.com. You can find that link in the podcast description too. Register today and use the promo code PODCAST for $100 off your registration fee. So I hope to see you all in San Diego. And now let's get back to the podcast. All right, moving on. The last major category of online lead sources is, is Google local service ads. And that's when you type into Google, I need a realtor or homes for sale in a particular area. You type in that city name and you'll see a bunch of agents come across the top all of a sudden. It's like three agents are listed at the top of the screen and people click on those. And to get yourself to, you know, to show up there is you have to have a Google My Business profile or Google Business Suite profile. Get lots of Google reviews will help you show up there. Then you got to pay per lead. And we have a whole course on this and we coach on this. It's a little bit more complex because Google local service ads are very, very desirable and a lot of listings too. Probably 50% listings, 50% buyers. You only have to pay per lead. And it's not you know nearly as bad as the premium portals. It's you know usually on average, we found it to be 30 to $50 per lead by the time you're all done, said and done with it after, after you paid for a lot of leads not too bad that way either. Your conversion rate's even a little bit higher than the premium portals. You're usually up to 10 to 15% conversion rate on Google local service ads. They're a little bit more organic because people are just searching and just clicking up there and you're calling back. You know, they're clicking and then they're asking to contact you just like the portals and you're calling back and say, hey, just want to reach out and help you. I saw you, I saw you, I want to chat and there you go. It's also a major way that agents refer business now. I mean, we used to like find an agent in the local area by calling a friend or going in some, you know, Facebook group or something. Not now. Now people just go on, type in, you know, a, you know, real estate agent in, you know, Albuquerque, New Mexico, and boom, you just look at the ones with the most reviews pop up at the top. And you know, this person's serious enough, full-time enough to have lots of reviews that, that with it to know to do that. And then the agent will reach out and 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 refer a client to them. So you get tons of agent referrals through Google local service ads. So boy, if you haven't done that, it is kind of complex, kind of hard to learn on your own. It gets very frustrated because you see people have lots of reviews. This one, get a coach for. Get a coach for a lot of things, but this is one that gets a little complex. We do have a course on it. If you go to EisenhowerCoaching.com, you can check out our online, all of our online courses. And we have a course on Google and that's a big part of it. So we can show you that as well too. That one's a little bit better. That's probably the, definitely the top of the online lead source funnel. It's probably a close tie because then we'll move straight into the outbound prospecting conversion rates, right? Outbound prospecting. I'd start with farming and circle prospecting, which I love. Again, now we're going to start getting very listing centric. These are all heavy on the listing side, right? When you start going outbound prospecting. So on the listing side, I mean, you will get buyers out of listings, of course. That's the best way to get buyers. They'll come to you through open houses and your online ads when you advertise these listings. But you're going to usually start on the listing side with these, which are, again, much more desirable, mainly because they generate buyer leads. So, you know, even the Google LSA might compete with circle prospecting and farming. Circle prospecting is where you're prospecting around 
you know, either door knocking or phone calling around uh, a listing, either just listed, just sold, open houses, you know, those types of things, different status changes throughout the, the neighborhood. And of course, you can do, you know, bulk texts and bulk voicemails, lots of different ways to do this. Again, get a coach if you want to know how to master it. But I'd put that, at, you know, usually up there, like about 100 to 1 for prospecting contacts. You need to make about 100 contacts uh, to get one conversion on that. But again, very heavy listing side and you develop a lot of, you know, it's a way to start a farm over time because people get to know who you are. And again, just for conversion rates, I mean, it's different for different people, right? A beginning prospector who's actually working the phone a lot, if we're going to use telephone contacts, they can usually make one to five contacts per hour. Um, and, you know, an experienced person, you know, that's been prospecting for a while, they make a lot more contacts, right? You know, they're usually with 10, 12, 13, even up to 15 contacts per hour. So it just kind of varies on how good you are, how fast you are, how you can, you know, stay at it. I mean, then if you go, that's how many contacts you can make, which means someone picks up the phone, then how many contacts you can convert to appointments. A beginner could be 150 contacts just to get one appointment. An experienced person, 25 to one. In the middle range, 71, you know, so that that just depends, you know, it takes time to get good at that. So a lot of people try it, hate it and see terrible rates before they get good. And well, that's kind of the way it works. Then we move up to FISBO prospecting, right? Contacting for sale by owners, which is very painful because they typically do not value agents. That's why they're listing it themselves. I put them at about a 40 to 45 to one ratio. They take a lot of follow-up, right? So you got to contact and build rapport. We always say six to eight weeks um, of trying to add value to them by text, email, phone call. So there is a there is a lag period on those where you're 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 trying to stay with them over time because immediately you're going to get rejected. You do you got to build rapport with them and find different ways to work on. Again, we have courses on circle prospecting, farming, FISBO, some of the other ones I'm about to talk about. We coach on this stuff too. So I can't dive deep into it, but I put them at 45 to 1, but just know there is a lot of follow up on that. Paying for FISBO leads is very, very inexpensive. Uh, we have partnered with uh, all our coaching clients get severe discounts or heavy discounts at at Red X, but there's lots of different companies out there. We recommend Red X. They seem to have the best data, the most phone numbers, cell phone numbers for farming, circle prospecting, FISBOs. And then what I'm going to talk about next is expired listings. Expired listings is a really high conversion rate. You know, that's usually by an experienced person can talk to 20, 25 expireds or even old expireds from a year ago to a year ago. So even though there's not a lot of them in low inventory markets, there's always enough to contact. So top expired prospectors prospect all the time, regardless of how much inventory or how many expire each day, because you get the old numbers too. And, you know, you do get, you know, yelled at. People don't like to be contacted a lot, especially the newly expireds where a lot of other people are calling them every single day. And so there is that pain associated with it. But generally speaking, you'll get an appointment if you contact, you know, if you're a talented person, if you can contact 25 in one day, you'll get a listing appointment. And that could be done in just a couple hours each day. So that's why a lot of people start out contacting expires before they've built their sphere of influence or their own database. And they're just cheap. You know, the cost per lead is very, very small. I mean, it's five bucks a lead, you know, 10 bucks a lead. Same with FISBOs and Circle Prospecting, all very, very cheap to buy outbound leads, much so, more so than a lot of the inbound leads that you have to buy and you have a higher conversion rate, but it, you do have to generate them and you are going to get people, you know, you are calling people that may not be nice back to you. So, you know, you do have to develop some thick skin and, and a lot of talent, a lot of skill. That's why I recommend a coach. And then sphere of influence 
is your best. I, I think that's always your best uh, lead source. Always, we coach and train at at a ratio of seven to one, uh, but that does require a hundred different contacts on every member of your sphere of influence database. These are people you know that know who you are at least that you contact throughout the year systematically to stay first of mind, and you do that by so using social media and different variations, maybe client events, doing annual analysis. You use the telephone a bit. You don't want to do that too much with these people. You know, you'll turn them off, but then we do texting and emails and and we just continue to add value, stay first to mind and, and come from contribution with them over time. And we can get a seven to one return. So for every seven people in your database, you will receive one purchase from uh, them. So if you got 300 people in there, you're going to get 43 transactions a year out of your SOI. So this is by far, and I know it takes a lot of work because you got you to get to know these people, get their contact information, put it in a CRM, set up action plans to do all that. It's not sexy. It's not fun. It's not a magic pill. It's not going to give you a lot of business right away. But there's a reason that the vast majority of top producers all get the majority of their business from their sphere of influence. It's the way you don't have to pay for business anymore. You can get all the business you want to over time if you build that book of business up and get that highest conversion rate out there. But it does require some work, but it's very, very inexpensive, relatively speaking, to paying for leads forever. That's for sure. So I highly recommend it. I know you'll love it. Hope that helps. That's our rankings all the way. We'll go back. We'll start with the outbound leads. We're going to talk about forced registration on social media, then forced registration on Google, then up to your premium portal leads, online leads, then your Google local service ad leads and Google ads. And then we'll move into you know farming and circle prospecting, then up to for sale by owner, FISBO leads, then expired and canceled listing leads, and then ultimately up to sphere of influence. That's how I'd rank them in the biggest categories out there. There's some that fall between the cracks out there. And, don't have time for them all, but I think that will really help you. I hope it does at least. Um, those are your best lead sources for real estate agents ranked. Thank you guys. Can't wait to see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Brian Eisenhower podcast. You can learn more about ICC at EisenhowerCoaching.com. That's I-C-E-N-H-O-W-E-R. Com. You can also enroll in one of our many online courses at ICCOnlineLearningCenter.com. That's ICCOnlineLearningCenter.com, where you'll find the most expansive real estate training library in the industry. We also offer custom training portals for real estate teams and brokerages looking to give all of their agents access to our expansive course list of courses and training systems. Some companies even take it one step further by purchasing versions of our courses and systems that are white label branded to their specific real estate organizations. Also, be sure to subscribe to Eisenhower Coaching's YouTube channel to watch new video content that we put out each and every week. And again, be sure to join the fastest growing Facebook group for top performing real estate professionals by searching for the Real Estate Agent Roundtable Group. With all of that said, thank you again for joining us today. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Brian Eisenhower Podcast.